0: Chapter 35 of The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila. This is a Discerning Hearts recording, read by Chris McGregor. The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated and edited by E. Allison Pierce. I have written at length about this, although when writing of the Prayer of Recollection, I spoke of the great importance of our entering into solitude with God. When you hear Mass without communicating, daughters, you may communicate spiritually, which is extremely profitable, and afterwards you may practice inward recollection in exactly the same way, for this impresses upon us a deep love of the Lord. If we prepare to receive him, he never fails to give. He gives in many ways that we cannot understand. It is as if we were to approach a fire. It might be a very large one. But if we remained a long way from it and covered our hands, we should get little warmth from it, although we would be warmer than if we were in a place where there was no fire at all. But when we try to approach the Lord, there is this difference. If the soul is properly disposed and comes with the intention of driving out the cold and stays for some time where it is, it will retain its warmth for several hours and if any little spark flies out, it will set it on fire. It is of such importance, daughters, for us to prepare ourselves in thy way that you must not be surprised if I often repeat this counsel. If at first you do not get on with this practice, which may happen for the devil will try to oppress and distress your heart knowing what great harm he can do in this way, the devil will make you think that you can find more devotion and other things and less in this. But trust me and do not give up this method for the Lord will use it to prove your love for him. Remember that there are few souls who stay with him and follow him in his trials. Let us endure something for him and his majesty will repay us. Remember too that there are actually people who not only have no wish to be with him but who insult him and with great irreverence drive him away from their homes. We must endure something, therefore, to show him that we have the desire to see him. In many places he is neglected and ill-treated, but he suffers everything and will continue to do so if he finds but one single soul which will receive him and love to have him as its guest. Let this soul be yours. Then, for if there were none, the Eternal Father would rightly refuse to allow him to remain with us. Yet the Lord is so good a friend to those who are his friends, and so good a master to those who are his servants, that when he knows it will be the will of his beloved Son, he will not hinder him in so excellent a work in which his Son so fully reveals the love with which he has for his Father, as this wonderful way in which he seeks of showing how much he loves us and of helping us to bear our trials. Since then, Holy Father, who art in the heavens, thou dost will and accept this, and it is clear that thou couldn't deny us a thing which is so good for us. There must be someone, as I said at the beginning, who will speak for thy son, for he has never defended himself. Let this be the task for us daughters though having regard to what we are it is presumptuous of us to undertake it let us rely however on our lord's command to us to pray to him and in fulfillment of our obedience to him let us beseech his majesty in the name of the good jesus that as he has left nothing undone that he could do for us in granting us sinners so great a favor he may be pleased of his mercy to prevent him from being so ill-treated. Since his Holy Son has given us the excellent way in which we can offer him up frequently as a sacrifice, let us make use of this precious gift so that it may stay the advance of such terrible evil and irreverence as in many places is paid to this most holy sacrament. For these Lutherans seem to want to drive him out of the world again. They destroy churches, cause the loss of many priests, and abolish the sacraments. And there is something of this even among Christians who sometimes go to church meaning to offend him rather than to worship him. Why is this, my Lord, my God? Do thou bring the world to an end or give us a remedy for such grievous wrongs which even our wicked hearts cannot endure? I beseech thee, eternal Father, endure it no longer. Quench this fire, Lord, for thou canst do, if so thou wilt. Remember that thy son is still in the world. May these dreadful things be stopped out of respect for him, and horrible and abominable and foul as they are. With his beauty and purity, he does not deserve to be in a house where such things happen. Do this, Lord, not for our sake, for we do not deserve it, but for the sake of thy son. We dare not entreat thee that he should no longer stay with us, for thou hast granted his prayer to thee to leave him with us for today, that is, until the end of the world. If he were to go, what would become of us? It would be the end of everything. If anything can placate thee, it is to have on earth such a pledge as this, since some remedy must be found for this, then, my Lord, I beg thy majesty to apply it. For if thy wilted, thou art able. O my God, if only I could indeed importune thee, if only I had served thee well, so that I might be able to beg of thee this great favor as a reward for my services, for thou leavest no service unrewarded. But I have not served thee, Lord, Indeed, it may perhaps be for my sins and because I have so greatly offended thee that so many evils come. What then can I do, my creator, but present to thee this most holy bread which though thou gave it to us, I return to thee, beseeching thee by the merits of thy son to grant me this favor which on so many accounts he has merited. Do thou, Lord. Calm the sea, and no longer allow this ship, which is thy church, to endure such a great tempest. Save us, my Lord, for we perish.